Ah, well, it's always a wonder whether we actually end up on live or not. So, uh, yeah, we are live, live, live. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So welcome to Leaders Live, short countdown timer to help the various feeds catch up and settle down, folks. And we can't wait for today's groovy show. Let's just turn the volume up just a little bit on Uncle Peter's um, minor blues here. So, uh, oh, the feed's just come up, which is great news. Brilliant. So morning to you all that are just um, joining us right now. We're hanging out with XFD, Nikki Wilde, now a successful business owner. Ooh. And we'll be chatting all about is your career stuck in a rut and can we really find reconcil- reconciliation between happy lives and the current work reality? That's where we're heading today. So hello, Sean, Victor, and hello, Laurie. Great to see you. Um We'll be chatting all about, um, is your career stuck in a rut, as I've just said. And, uh, hi, Nikki, give us a wave too. A quick hello. Yeah, brilliant. And we're all grooving along to the music. So, uh, thanks. And helping us all engage and keeping on the straight and narrow is our fabulous moderator chipping in. Uh, and she'll be keeping the interaction flowing. So we'll just quickly go to, uh, to Birdin. How are you doing, Birdin? I'm doing well, thanks, Andrew. Very excited for today. I think most of us struggle with that balance between our life and our career, and especially yeah. in the new environment that we find ourselves. So I think today is going to be a very, very interesting talk, Nikki. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Thank you, Birdin. Brilliant. So that, that's Birdin for us. And um, we're, this is the 55, 55th Leaders Live show. Fantastic. And we're all part of this growing community that feels really exciting. So please let us know if our audio is coming through. I presume it is. And morning, Sarah Brown. Morning, Dr. Ian Price, my mate. And Steve Tom, uh, Tomkinson. Carol Baker, good morning. Haven't seen you for a while. Carol, great to see you. And the wonderful Jack Wright is on as well. So, oi, oi, people. Sour buona. It's Leaders Live. Live time, leaders live showtime, folks, and it's just after 8:45 a.m. here in the UK, and we are live, live, live with leaders live. Spread the love, folks. Spread the love, yabba dabba do. And if you're new to uh, leaders live, let me just get on that sooner. If you're new to leaders live. Uh, I'm Andrew Jenkins, uh, if you don't know me, and we're streaming out on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Facebook group or two, Twitter, Twitch, all of those things, and LinkedIn, of course, as well. And if you can't catch us on the live or on the replay, fear not, my friends, we have you covered. This will go out on podcast too. Yay! We got everything sorted here. We hope. <laughs> so put it all together and what have you got? Yep, you've got it. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. <laughs> I love that phrase. You ought to all be singing that by the end of the day. So, um, yeah, we've, um, we've got get to know you in five slot again, uh, later on in the intermission. So that's our new five minutes interlude slot on Leaders Live, um, where we, uh, call get to know you in five, where we briefly feature a regular on the show so that we can all get to know each other more each passing week. So that's what's happening in the interlude today. And we're going to be, the get to know you in five slot is Matthias Sorovic today. So hopefully he'll be dialing in shortly. So um, that we'll be coming back to that later on, just so you know. So in the next few weeks, we're also, we'll also be adding some more interesting and useful, useful features to add even more business value to our community. So watch this space, folks. Yeah. So let me just bring up the, um, the side by side scene here. So let's bring in Nikki Wilde, my guest. As mentioned today, I'm hanging out with XFD and successful business owner, my mate, Nikki Wilde. How you doing, Nikki? Hey, Andrew. It is so good to be here. I'm really excited <laughs> to be, um, you inviting me into Leaders Live. I've been following yeah. the, I've been hanging out in the background in the session. So it's great to bring everyone today. Brilliant. Okay. Well, uh, we hope that your audio is coming through as well. So let us know if there's any problems. We'll we'll deal with that hopefully. So, um, Nikki, tell us a little bit about where we're heading today. Today we are thinking about career and particularly mm. career stuck in a rut. Particularly, we've had two years, haven't we, of unusual, <laughs> most crazy things. We've had yeah. uncertainty. We've had furlough. We've had lockdowns. We've had changing working practices. And so anyone who thought they were on a nice, smooth career trajectory, oh my goodness, that went out the window for years ago. So the actually mean for us as leaders, for us as employees, as business owners, what exactly does that mean and how are we 
for everybody today. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, very useful, I'm sure. So, um, Nikki, you've got a question just to kind of kickstart us and get going, get the audience going with some interactions. So what's your question for us this morning, Nikki? Well, I'm curious, for those who Mm. have felt stuck in a rut, when things have been a bit sort of meh, not really going where we want it to go, what have you done about it? Have you kind of put up with it, done nothing? Um, but for those of you who've done something about it, what did you do? Did you kind of work it out for yourself? Did you turn to the family? Did you engage with a career coach or an executive coach to look at what options you've got available to you? Did you use? Did you reach out to your network? Look at your 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 idea in your place of work, your major network. What exactly did you do about it? So that's why I'm curious to know what's, what's everyone been up to over the last two years? Thoughts on it? Okay. So that's the uh, that's the question, folks. Are, are you or have you been stuck in a rut in a career? And if so, where did you seek help uh, to get out? Now, I've just been told that the audio is not great. Um, I'm presuming that's your end, Nikki. I just wonder whether you could just dial back in again, Nikki. Just come out and come back in again very briefly. Okay, I will hang up and reconnect. Okay, and then we've got an emergency way of of, of um, sorting that out with headphones as well. So hopefully that. Uh, Nikki will be reconnecting in a moment. Here she comes. So there we are. Ah, So hopefully that will be a bit better this morning. But we've also got headphones just in cases. So please let us know if Nikki's coming through any better this morning. (laughs) And headphones, come on. How's that? How's that? That might be better. So let us know if that's a bit better. So um, brilliant. Okay, so... um, Let's just see where we're heading. So I'll I'll come back to you just in a tick, Nikki. So as mentioned, Leaders Live is an interactive show, folks. So please join in. Don't be shy. Use the comments for for the questions we've just posed in the comments field and engage with us during the show and each other. And remember, this is a group conversation, folks. You know how it goes. And um, I've introduced you to Birdin, our moderator. So um, and just. Just so that you know, smash those likes as well too, folks, and those thumbs up. We'd really appreciate that. That keeps us motivated too, lack lacker. And please subscribe to our Leaders Live YouTube community channel. It's a group effort to help us to grow that from a fledgling to get its own wings. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. So back to you, Nikki, was the guest scene. There we go. Back to you, Nikki. And just before you begin, let's just start on a quick... Ah, you'll be clearing up. For those of you on podcast, the confetti just pouring down the screen right now. You'll be clearing that up for ages. So let us know if our, if Nikki's audio is coming through okay as well. And let me just bring up the guest scene. So, um, Burdin, are there any comments yet in the comments field from Nikki's first question? Uh, wait. Don't have a lot. My name is Matthias said, I started to study something I enjoy to gain competence in the field yeah. of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Brilliant. Then, okay. Good morning to Joe David. Joe, good Bramble. morning, Joe. Oh, He's good morning, David Bremer. All the way from Romania. Whoop, whoop. And also <laughs> Kurt Necker. Good morning. Good morning, Kurt. Fantastic. Good morning, Joe. And good morning, Matthias. Let us know if our audio is coming through, please, Jack. Um, um, you're on the line as well. So, okay. So, um, while we're still waiting for uh, questions to come through on that question, you have a second question for us as well. So, what was your second question for us? Now, you're going to have to help me out here because my mind has just gone completely I've gone blank. blank. Okay. So, for my headphones. I've distracted myself. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Okay. So um, the question, the next question is, if you are in a career, what will your life be like in six months' time if you continue as you are today? And Birdin will pop that in the feed as well as we're going. So, uh, so yeah. Okay. So that's a secondary question. Now, while we're waiting for that um for the feed to catch up and it's just gone into the feed um birdo is birdine is echoing too andrew you are fine okay so we've got a few echo problems this morning but hopefully birdine will be okay um let me know if it's not um if it just sounds too awful um for birdine but hopefully we'll be okay uh so nikki stats and facts while we're waiting for the feed to build up 
Yes, so one of the things that I've been doing a bit of digging around is this phrase mm. that we've heard banded around in the press over the last year or so, great resignation. The great what resignation. What exactly does that mean? So I've been doing a bit of digging around to find out exactly what um, what does this mean and where does it come from? Yeah. And what we what we can see is, so I've various studies explaining what's going on. A couple of ones in particular looking at the Office of National Statistics Studies here in the UK and also a survey of UK workers which was published in the HR director. And it says that at the start of so this was January 2022 and it, the um, study showed that about a third of UK workers are thinking about moving jobs this year. 2022. Wow. Now we're obviously um, at the, the time of recording this, end of May, so we are well into the year. So some of those will have already made the move, but the, a big chunk will still be thinking of moving. And that went up to 44% in legal, IT and telecoms, 42% of people, sales and marketing, 40% of people. So that's a big chunk of the workforce who are sitting there going, you know what, I've had enough, I want to do something else. And then on top of that, We've got this thing about what is this great resignation? Yeah. And so what we could see was that pre-pandemic, if we remember those good old days pre-pandemic, what we were seeing was around 400,000 people a quarter resigning for perfectly natural reasons, moving jobs and so on. All of that sort of natural, sort of ticking along around that sort of average. And then pandemic hits and we get furlough, lockdown, don't be loads of uncertainty. We don't know how this is going to affect. So people stayed put. They waited. They thought we'll find our time. Yeah. This out. Mm. But thinking, we think back two years ago, naively thinking, oh, it'll just be a couple of months. Maybe <laughs> for three months. So people sort of decided to wait it out. And what we got was this, what we, what we see is this great retention. So the great the retention. number of resignations halves yeah. to about 200,000 by, by the third quarter of 2020. So you've got um, where you've normally got a lot of moving and shuffling and musical chairs and jobs. Um, everyone's staying put. They're going, I don't know, hang on a minute. But I'll stick with what I know. Yeah. But of course, that's not sustainable because for all sorts of reasons, people need to move roles. And so what we end up then with is the great resignation, which is kind of this massive catch up. So you've got all the 400,000 who would normally be residing anyway, plus this backlog of all the people who've been sat waiting. So you come into 20, end of 2021 and you've got, and it's up to half a million. So we've gone wow. from 400,000 to 200,000 up to half a million in a quarter. And so when you think about that sort of swing, as, yeah. uh, so to halve and then more than more than double it's not surprising that we've seen these these big trends and it's kind of tailoring starting to come back down now back towards that 400,000 which was that sort of standard sort of not natural moving around that we were got we got uh, pre-pandemic so this this kind of great resignation there's a lovely article that the CIPD published saying mm. is it fact or fiction it's real. We've seen that trend and it is that, that impact. And um, it ties in with what we've said today about thinking about, are we stuck in a rut? Are we are we kind of feeling a bit disillusioned with our roles? If you've sat there biding your time, if you would normally have moved on to something that was more challenging, more interesting, career progression, promotion, all of those things, and you've waited, you are going to naturally feel fed up, bored, kind of kind of got everything out you can out of the role you're in gotcha. but for a lot of people the phrase i hear is better the devil you know better the devil you know yeah, there we are. absolutely yeah lovely so lovely stats there um it sounds like our audio is now perfect so while you were speaking i was fiddling around with the with the audio settings in yes, the background it's on your side <laughs> uh, it's, on, it's on my side right okay so hopefully Birdie, you're coming across okay as well, Birdie. Right, catch us up. Where are we going with the comments? What are people saying? Uh, um, Maxine said, as a recruiter based in NE Hunt, we get a lot of people who just walk. They yeah. feel the need to get out to start to look. Yeah, morning, um, Maxine. So yeah, just... brilliant. Yeah. Matthias talking about the echoing. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> sorted. Thanks, Matthias. <laughs> Good morning, Kathy. Good Hughes. morning, Kathy Hughes. Um, what are my mates? Morning, Kathy. And then 
Lori Hale said, in six months, I hope to have my first contracts for my new business. Ooh. I recently made a drastic change and am on that new course. So we'll see in six months if it is what, if it was the right decision. If it was the right, yeah. Well, good luck to that, Lori. Brilliant to have you on the show again. Yeah. Kathy said, interesting to explore Maxine's comments further. Okay, so there you go, Maxine. There's a cue. So um, please drop a little bit more in the line there. So tell us what you, uh, uh, some additional information on what you said earlier. You said, uh, mm -hmm. let me just say, as a recruiter based in uh, the northeast Hants, we get a lot of people who just walk and they feel the need to uh, get out and start to look. So a little bit more information on that, um, Maxine, please. And we all interact with that. Brilliant. I, I know uh, Maxine Carol well. She's Beck. not that far from me. All right. And, um, Hi. And it is that kind of, um, I've had enough. I'm stuck in a rut. The better yeah. the devil you know has expired. Mm. And it's just, I've just got to get out. And then I'll look for, and then I'll find, find out what next. Mm. Um, but I think that's current now for today's job market because it is definitely a candidate's market. A candidate's market. So even mm. though there's a bit of a great re retention in terms of people waiting, it's still it, it, people are still waiting just for the right moment. Right. OK. Yeah. OK. Super. Birdine. OK. Carol Baker. I changed the way I worked, moving to a more digital workflow and varied my work. I also reread Andrew's <laughs> the authority guide to developing high performance teams there you go that's a brilliant book isn't it oh yeah it was my book <laughs> fantastic <laughs> thanks carol what a great shout out love you too oh look at that <laughs> as if by magic just appears on the screen look at that folks brilliant yeah i wrote that back in 2017 thanks carol that's brilliant so uh, back to you birdie uh, Kathy Heath said that's 10 million people. That was the, was that the one third of people um, stat, was it, um, Nikki, mm. do you think? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah, 10 million, that 10 million working people. Yeah, Kathy's right, I suspect. Yeah, wow. Okay, mm. Birdine. Yeah. China said my career was going nowhere fast and I could not <laughs> okay. find any long time employment. Mm. The money were running out and I had to do something. I started a consultancy company, immediately gained my first customer in form of a multinational company. Wow. I'm still trying to figure out how to make it all work. <laughs> well done, Jonas. I mean, I know that you were starting that journey and you've got your first customer there. <laughs> yeah, well done. That yeah. is, what an awesome story that is. And that's all due to Leaders Live, right, Jonas? <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. What else is going on, Birdine? Uh, Angelique just said we have a bit of feedback. Hopefully uh, we'll resolve Laurie that now. Morning, Hales. Angelique. Yeah. Uh, so, Jonas, when you figure it out, share with me. Jonas, <laughs> please share with Laurie when you've got it all figured out. Yeah, you can share that with all of us, please, uh, Jonas. We'd love that. Uh, mm. uh, David Bramwell said, if things carry on as they are in six months, I will be quite tired of my current contract oh. and have a pipeline of new work. And overall, my life will be more, my life will be more fulfilling, more balanced and more fun. Brilliant and more fun. Yeah. Where's that gone? Oh, that was here. Right. Yeah. Okay. And overall, yeah. uh, will be more fulfilling, more, but yeah, I like that. Yeah. Cause you're working really hard at the moment, David Brambell. So, um, yeah, he's all over the place at the moment, flying back and forth. So, uh, yeah. Morning, David. Okay. Birding, carry on. Joe said years ago, I was stuck in a job role, right? Selling advertising space. Yeah. Luckily, lots of learning and showing competence in the print industry. I was given the opportunity to move over to print sales. Mm. Still here and loving it. I think I like the challenge, but also meeting lots of lovely folk along the way. Yeah, groovy. I love that. And we had Joe on the show a few weeks back talking about is print dead or kick, alive and kicking? And we all learnt a lot from that. Yes. So uh, so thanks. Okay, carry on, Birdin. Okay. Then Ian said, is there any granularity from the research on the key specific reasons for wanting to move Nikki? Oh, brilliant. Okay. Shoot away with that question, Nikki. Um, yes. So the, 
without without taking up the whole morning and boring everyone. <laughs> Don't do um, that. Because you can go and read all this for yourself. But basically, the the main reasons for moving are um, dismissals and redundancies has kind of has, has kind of followed its normal. But the main reasons have been. Um, Salary. I'm just scrolling through the stats on my on my other screen here. Yeah. Um, salary increase. So looking for more money, which of course today with the cost of living, Absolutely. doing what it's doing, yeah. is going. I suspect is going to be a major factor this year. Mm. Um, so salary and um, lack of investment in tech and and flexible working. So what we're seeing in the reports at the, this this last quarter is that um, jobs that are allowing flexible working, working from home, are now retaining staff better than ones that are saying, no, you've got to go 100% back into office working, which is really fa fascinating from compared with two years ago when the phenomena was, I have to be in the office and working with humans. So um, that's been an interesting change, that the, the change in working practice has triggered people to go, you know what, actually, I quite like this hybrid working. It suits me and my yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. So that's been a big factor. Yeah. Getting back into we, people in the office, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And we've also got the old, um, the, the, the sort of long held um, study, which still holds true, which is that between 40 and 60, depending on your sector, between 40 and 60% of people leave their manager. Yeah. So as well as all those other factors, we have still got people going, you know what? I'd just rather work for someone else. Thank you very much. Yeah. And so that's an interesting thing from a leader's life point of view if we are the leaders of teams absolutely if 40 percent of your team or potentially up to 60 percent of your team mm. um are going to resign this year if they're in that third who are already thinking of moving or they're in that 40 percent who leave their boss what does that mean for you and what does that mean for your team how happy are your team do you yeah. know how happy and satisfied and engaged your team are um who might be there secretly thinking you know what let's explore what else is out there who might be having that kind of little bit of a um sort of is the grass greener on the other side sort of feeling yeah so it's definitely worth considering for us as leaders very good point actually you know and that's a big stat isn't it i thought it was higher than that actually that people don't leave jobs they leave managers so, and i know that's a well-known fact in fact let's um well fact a stat should i say and talking about stats let's just bring up a few stats while we're talking so here's a poll that i did earlier as they say so um, i did this in linkedin and um we got quite a good response for this but yeah interesting um are you or have you been stuck in a career at question and where do did you seek help uh help from to get out and 33 percent of people said uh from a career coach or mentor um 19 job group or network and um 48 quite a high percentage here none i did it all myself quite interesting stats there I think that's fascinating that half the people who decided they needed to do something about it just got on and did it themselves. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And 20 yeah. percent that again, showing the importance of your network, be, yeah. having having your network to reach out to. Um, and of course, having a specialist, a career coach, the executive coaching work that I do, a big chunk of that is career. What's my next move? And uh, and also kind of tying in with that imposter syndrome that I know people need to go and check out last week's Leaders Live on imposter syndrome. That kind of, <laughs> what is my next move in my career? And do I feel like I am up to the challenge? So it's it's yeah. uh, working with a career coach mentor. Um, hopefully, the, the the third who reached out to someone in that role has has resolved that for themselves. Yeah, very interesting stats. So uh, yeah, let me just bring you back in on full screen there. So you know, um, we talked just talked about you know as a leader, you know how happy your team and better the devil you know, and you know there's a wake up call uh, to really understand what's going on and this is really important right for leaders to think about their own staff as well it's a wake up call for them to think about my staff and are they happy and uh, all of those things right nikki yeah sorry I, i'm just skimming down the down the questions in the chat okay. we've had some fantastic extra comments coming in okay um, so where do you want to go let's um birding <laughs> do you want to catch us up with the chat and then um there's some more questions coming Yes. Um, so Sorry. David that, Ian, said that bow wave of resignation is 
interesting. It's easy yeah. to blame employers for low retention, but employees have to take some responsibility for the environment. Um, Very true. Then yeah. it's just Good uh, like Jonas, Jonas responding to Laurie Hales, um, and he said the learning curve is more of less vertical. The funny thing is that I have been advising startups for a long time, but one thing is to tell other how to do it. It is quite another thing to do it yourself. Yeah, very true. Yeah, well, now you're learning. Yeah. So, well done. Yeah, good. Mm. Carry on, Birdie. Um, then Maxine said, we're seeing the great resignation in another way. Our candidates want to renegotiate the lines, less stress, more flexibility. They realize they have the power to take control. There you go. Yeah. Basing Stoke has its own economic microclimate. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Brilliant. Okay. Well, I like a lot of areas, I guess. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for that, Maxie. That's really interesting. Yes. Isn't it? Great and then resume. there's yeah. um, back and forth. Well, a bit of back and forth. Mm. <laughs> okay. Some back and forth in between here, between everyone in the chat. Angelique. Uh, Do you think now, given it is a candidate-driven market, this is really exciting times for people to be able to do? What's in you, Nikki? Definitely. Um, Now is is a great opportunity because Mm. employers are struggling to find high-quality candidates. They are they're recognizing that we've got this this sort of musical chairs going on of people saying, you know what, I've had two years, now's the time. I'm, I've been stuck in a rut. I need to do something about it. Yeah. So it is a really exciting time as a candidate. It's you've, I, I've I've talked to people over the last couple of months who've um, gone for two or three jobs and they've been able to pick and choose. They've maybe been offered two or three different opportunities and they've been able to select which one they want. Um, so as a candidate looking to move, it's really exciting times. Of course, the flip side as leaders recruiting great teams, it's a nightmare for us, isn't it? Because we've got to try and find those high quality candidates yeah. who are being offered carrots in all sorts of places. All these lovely offers are being dangled. And, um, and so we've really got to up our our game as leaders to not only retain the good people we've got, but also attract the best candidates we can, recognising this competition for great roles. Brilliant. Love that. And Maxine, that might be, I hope that answers your question, Angelique. Um, but back to Maxine again, maybe she can interact with this. Um, you know, is, is it is that a challenge for leaders, you know, to find the right level of staff? We hear this all the time, don't we? You know, there's lots of people on the job market, but I can't seem to find the people that I need. You know, is that is that is that real? Um, because it should be an opportunity both ways, right? You know, actually, this is an opportunity mm-hmm. for leaders to find great people as well. Interesting. OK, so we might hear back from Maxine on that. Birding, carry on for us. Um, Maxine also said that they've had a lot of corporate businesses um, Basing Stoke has never had unemployment higher than 3%. They are used wow. to being able to walk out of one job into another. Yeah. So the candidate-led market has given people more confidence. However, the job club that Nikki heads up backs up that the older population are not always candidates of choice in the employer's eyes. Uh, right. Uh, that's really interesting. We're going to come back to Nikki's job club in a moment. But just that whole thing about the midlife point and older population. What say you, Nikki? That's a really interesting one. It we, is, we, 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 um, we'll talk about the job club later, but the, the demographic, the older workforce, 40 to 60 year old, I hear them sitting there telling me, oh, there's all these younger people taking my jobs. The, this perception that I'm seen as overqualified, too expensive. I can get someone mm. cheaper. And then at the same time, I talk to graduates and 20 somethings who are at the early end of their careers are telling me I can't get a job because there's all these experienced senior people <laughs> who are hogging all the jobs. And right. you've got these, these people who, who are happy to take a reduction in pay because they want to do what they love doing and they don't necessarily have the outgoings. Mm-hmm. And so I hear both sides blaming the other side for not Very having the job Very interesting. <laughs> I'd not seen it that way. I mean, I, some of my friends are uh, complaining because they're sort of my age and they're saying, you know, that cheaper people are being employed um, instead of seeing their skills. It's really interesting yeah. to see the other side of that, Nikki. So thanks for that balance. Yeah, interesting. Birdin, back. sorry, were you going to say something else, Nikki? Uh, 
No, it was just on that on that yeah. thing that there is. Um, I have heard that thing about having to take a, a price a, a price drop a salary, salary drop, drop. Um, to moves, but it's but if you move to the right thing, it's a it's a sort of step. It's it might be a step down, but to, then to, that's to step, step up down to build okay. back up again. So, yeah, good point. Um, there is always negotiation um, when you factor in everything. Yeah, or, or you just leave the job, right? <laughs> get, get another job. Okay, brilliant. Thanks. Birdine, back to you again. Okay, Maria uh, responded to both questions. So to question one, she said, as Andrew knows, I'm making the move from business development for a company to a mindset coach. Yeah. I have my coaching accreditation and I'm a qualified um, and I'm qualified to use a range of psychometrics. I know I now want to make a difference to people. Brilliant. And to well the done, second Marie. question, she Fantastic. said in six months, I would love to be virtually coaching people and delivering webinars on mindset to help others achieve the things they want to. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, well done, Maria. Brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic. Shout out for me. We're going to have her back on the show at some point as well and on Get to Know You in Five so that we can uh, we can help you, Maria, in any way that we can. So um, that will be down. Um, we'll, we'll sort that out very shortly, as you know. Brilliant. Thanks, Maria. Birdine, back to you. Uh, Laurie is seconding what Maxine said. She said, I can vouch for this from a candidate perspective. I recently had a job offer that. They didn't actually interview me, number oh. one. Number two, it was telework. Come to find out it was one day a week and the rest was on site, an hour away, one way. And three, they can't seem to get me started for two and a half months, even though it's empty. Got to love the U.S. government. <laughs> yeah, slow down by red tape, right, Laurie? Yeah, I mean, that's quite classic in a lot of companies. Mm. Corporates do move slowly sometimes. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, oh, and yes. um, Maxine yeah. says they are missing out on some great talent. These are leaders, I take mm. it. You know, actually, if we're not finding the yes. right candidates, yeah, we're missing out. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. Mm. Okay, Jack said, I made a drastic change from a being a football sports coach, which I still do in my spare time, to work in my family's business in IT. Nearly seven years later, and I love what I do. Yeah, Jack, that's dead right. He does love what he does. And uh, we're talking to Jack at the moment. So uh, we'll be coming up with some surprises later on that um, that Jack and I are working on at the moment. So uh, we'll uh, we'll tell you in due course. So, yeah, nice one, Jack. Now, Jack's a sales director of his own company, so his family company. So that's just great news. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Maxine just said, Laurie Hales, wow, that's, that's pants. pants. <laughs> I love Although that expression. In the UK, that's yeah. a British expression. It certainly that's is. Basically rubbish. <laughs> so that's pants. Yeah, brilliant. Fantastic. <laughs> Great. Okay, so carry on, Birdie. Oh, Catch us up but before. Matthias said, I would say that autonomy is one of the main reasons for the great Oops. resignation with employees. Having limited opportunities to decide how their work life should be. Something that affects motivation and mental health. Okay. Yep. Lovely. Thank you, Mateus. We'll see you in a few moments as well. So dial in when you're ready and we'll pop you into the Get to Know You in Five green room. Great. Okay. <laughs> Carry on, Birdie. Okay. Maxine said I can back up what Nikki is saying. We've yeah. never had so many counter offers and Ooh. I've been recruiting for 20 years. We've never seen the recruitment landscape like this. Yeah, and that's Basingstoke, which is a really amazingly employable mm. area, but with 3% unemployment, right? It's, I don't know whether that's about average, isn't it, for the, or is it higher now? It, that's the highest it's been. It's, it's always yeah. been lower than that. I so thought Basingstoke it was, yeah. has yeah. been typically mm. very low. This, this area of North Hampshire um, has its own little micro-economy that seems to buck trends and weathers um, the last great recession, um, Basingstoke didn't see the unemployment problems that a lot of areas of the country did. Yeah. Um, so, but even now, it's just crazy. It's that is so unpredictable, so different to what we're what we're all used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I completely agree with. <laughs> absolutely, it's a strange environment, isn't it? And particularly that for Basingstoke, which is very high for Basingstoke. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, so move us on, um, Birdie. 
yes, Elaine said, Andrew knows that I will <laughs> say this. What we do and enjoy in terms of work will depend hugely on our personality style. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would say yeah. that, Elaine. Yeah, you're spot on. <laughs> I would also agree. I know Elaine's a disc, a, a disc specialist. I, I am also a disc specialist, so completely agree with yeah. Elaine there. Spot on, Elaine. <laughs> Lovely. Brilliant. Now. Okay. Kathy's asking a question. She said, have you seen how any of the state relate to engagement and well-being? Good question. Yeah. Shall we come to that in a moment? Can we come back to Kathy in a minute? Let's just get some of these. Um, oh, we've got another question down here. Let me just, should we just sort out some of the other comments and then come back to Shane and Kathy in a minute? Yes, we, um, Mark, I think. Kurt sent me a message as well. So Kurt couldn't post his question. So he said, does it seem that many of Gen Z are joining in the great resignation of about 65%? And why is this? Oh, good Um, question. Yeah, lovely. Nikki. Um, across the age groups, um, it, it is tracking across all the age groups. So we are seeing it, um, I'm just scrolling through my massive page of stats here. Um, <laughs> it, it is it is tracking across all age groups. So Gen Z are moving as well, um, and uh, it's it's not that different. Just looking across the graph here, the pretty the pretty lines the pretty are lines. tracking fairly similarly <laughs> for most age groups. Um, the difference is that what they're doing. So the younger age group, the, the Gen Z, yeah. are, are are resigning and going back into work. What we're seeing is the older, the oldest demographic are baby boomers, taking early retirement oh. or going. So that's the bit that we're seeing is the difference between the different age ranges. It's not that it's not um, the number of resignations is fairly consistent, but it's what you then go on to do that changes when you okay. go to next role or take a pause. So the baby boomers are wanted to take early retirement. I wonder whether the tightening of the belts thing is stopping that from happening. That might be interesting too. I don't know. We haven't yeah, got any stats I on think that yet. Because a lot of this is um, with the trends for the last year or so. And Indeed. what we're seeing now, I think, yeah. is going to show those is going to show show my my prediction. This is me personally. My crystal ball tells <laughs> yeah, me absolutely um, <laughs> that, it, that the next six months is probably going to change that, and there Again. will be some who go actually. Mm-hmm. Actually, let's go back in. Let's go and get another employee let's, role. Let's hang on for a bit longer, yeah, or whatever. Okay, there, thanks, Nikki. Let's go back to Kathy Heath's question. Then we we'll go to Shane as well. It should it should read. Have you seen how any of the stats relate to engagement and well-being? Oh, well done. Comment yeah, yeah. at the bottom with this little. Oh, face. okay, nice one, Kathy. Yeah, stats, not state, right? <laughs> any thoughts, yeah. Nikki? Um, yeah, I, well, the 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 main one, which is those that those reasons for resigning, that change that is looking at work life balance, I think, is the most interesting one. This yeah. this change, this trigger that is actually my my company is no longer allowing me flexible working of hybrid work, working from home, either wholly or partly working from home. Yeah. So I think that is probably the thing that most closely ties in with Kathy's point about engagement and well being. Yeah. Um, and I think also it ties in with Shane's question about has the pandemic caused us to just reflect on what's important, what really matters to us. And actually going, you know what, what slogging ourselves out, massive commutes, long, hard hours, getting home, just going to bed, getting up, going and doing it again. I think you're probably right. And certainly the executives that I've been interacting with the last couple of years have all said that that's been a really consistent thing of actually I'm taking stock. I've just, re- I've just got a different perspective on things now. And so, as employers, as leaders, we need to be aware of that. That our teams are not thinking the way they thought two years ago. Spot on. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think you're right, Kathy and, and Shane, both of you. I think we are seeing that. It's yeah. a much harder thing to quantify. Obviously, if, if, if I can say I'm moving to get a um, higher salary, that's an easier thing to tick. Um, but I think that that is definitely a factor, certainly in, in the um, anecdotal evidence that I'm hearing from clients and contacts. Yeah. And is that generationally based? You know, are G- Gen Z doing more of that kind of lifestyle shift or are you seeing that across the board, do you think? 
I'm seeing it across the board for different mm. reasons. I'm seeing the the sort of twenties and thirties as talking about family life and yeah. family values. Yeah, um, good point. And thinking about homeschooling, all yeah. of that sort of thing. Going, Actually, mm. spending time with the small people, we quite like this. <laughs> with the small people, I love that. Oh, really? So we're seeing it there from a work, a lifestyle point of view. The yeah. older age group are telling me the same thing that actually they're going. Actually, I don't. I'm not getting any younger. I don't want to burn myself out, <laughs> slogging myself into for, for massive commutes and long hours. I quite like the idea of having a couple of days working from home. It's just that bit easier. So I'm seeing it. I'm seeing the same outcome, but for different reasons, a different underlying motivations. Right different mot- uh, underlying motivations right thank you for that um i'm just setting up a scene because i've forgotten to get a scene up for Mateus to come in so i'm just trying to sort that out right now as we're speaking live just bear with me just while i just get uh, uh here we go okay i'm going to to carry on yeah there no there i've just go. got there we go right Yay. good morning Mateus. how are you doing so this is the get to know you in five slot we're just going to take a quick interlude now from you nikki and just flip for five minutes to um, to our guest um, to get to know you in five slot, Mateus Sorovic. Dun, 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 dun. How you doing, Mateus? Great to have you on the show. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Andrew. Thank you for uh, inviting me. You're uh, very welcome. Episode, uh, so far, uh, fantastic uh, insights uh, you've been sharing, uh, Nicky. Thank you for that. Thank you. Where are you from, um, Mateus? What's your origin? Yeah, what can I say? Uh, I am... Uh, I'm always saying I'm Norwegian-born, but uh, Irish uh, raised. So I'm from Bergen in Western Norway. I've been living in Ireland for uh, many years now. Ah, uh, yeah, I can. T- there is there is that that Irish twang as well as the Norwegian accent. It's very interesting. Fantastic. There's a unique to you, Matthias. So, Matthias, tell us a bit about what you do, the company you work for. You know, give us a little bit of a sense of of, of what you do, uh, Matthias, for us. Yeah, all right. So uh, I'm having uh, plenty of uh, balls in the air these days. So I'm not working any specific uh, jobs. I'm trying to establish my own uh, company. Lovely. So I'm trying to become a leadership uh, coach. So I am uh, specializing into creating uh, programs for uh, teenagers and making them into upcoming leaders. So maybe quite uh, relevant for uh, today's um, episode. Yeah. In the sense that uh, I'm trying to coach uh, teens into creating good values for themselves and become good leaders to lead the way and encourage and empower others. That's what I'm doing. Thank you. And I'm also yeah. doing freelance um, acting. Oh! So last week, uh, wow. I was um, filming my first ever lead role in a short film production in my hometown, Bergen. So it's coming out in a few weeks' time. That's brilliant. What's it called? Can you tell us? Or Yeah, the Norwegian title, it's Fagle uh, Spill. So I would say in English you can translate it to something to like uh, dangerous game. Just like dangerous game. Nice. Wow, there's a man with many skills. So brilliant. Yeah, congratulations on the freelancing. That's just brilliant. So exciting. When does it come out on the screen? Yeah, it's coming out in uh, three weeks' uh, time. I think because I'm uh, editing and so on. So I will send a link. Well, yes, please do. Please, please keep us informed on that. And I'm sure the community will uh, will join you and, and watch that and support you. So, yeah, thank you. So is there anything else that this group might be able to help you with? A contact, some support, some advice, some information? Is there anything that you need, Matthias, that this group could help you with? Uh, well, I would say there's always a uh, need for help, regardless of uh, how much experience you have. So mm. uh, if there are um, any coaches uh, out there or uh, anyone interested in leadership and I can uh, promote your um, business uh, online and perhaps you can also have uh, virtual uh, groups. You can arrange your counseling sessions. Uh, I would uh, love to hear from you. Okay, so to help with um, other coaches and to help them support them. Is that how I'm reading that? Correct. Brilliant. Is that correct? Yeah, I've got that right. Brilliant. Okay, thank you. Lovely. Okay, so there you go. So there's a few of us in the room that do that, and um, I can certainly help you somehow in that in that way, Matthias. So we'll see, um, as well as Nikki perhaps as well. And I know we've got Dr. Ian Price in the room as well, so that might be interesting for him. So, okay, so get to know you in five quick fire questions. So, what three words would you use to describe your leadership style, then, Matthias? Your own leadership yeah. style. Yeah, I'd say a very good one, um, Andrew. So I would say definitely I'm creative. 
I'm always trying to look out for a new solution set. I'm not believing in we have to do things like we always have. We have to look yes, for new solution sets. Uh, yeah. Things are uh, changing and always try to generate new opportunities. Yeah, new opportunities. And I would say, yeah. And I would say, yeah, the um, second one, yeah, delegating. Okay, delegating. You have to delegate the tasks in a good way. You have to make it, people feel valued into the work uh, you do. Yeah. And the third one is perhaps a bit unusual, justice. Justice. Principles. Lovely. Thank you, Matthias. So we've got a creative delegator and justice are the things that you would um, be known for as far as your leadership style is concerned. Brilliant. OK. And um, I'm just trying to find the other questions. I've just lost them. Here we go. So and if you could have one superpower, Matthias, um, in your work or your life, what would it be? <laughs> How would it be to create more time? Okay, yeah. Too Time Lord, yeah, you have to watch, um, what's it called? The, uh, oh, I forgot the Avengers, isn't it? <laughs> for that one. Brilliant. Okay, so yeah, time machine for you. Um, what is one thing that's on your bucket list? There are uh, plenty of things on my mm. bucket list. Um, uh, I would say, would uh, definitely be to, um, yeah, travel the world, just travel to the world. see what is there and yeah. on my list, yeah. Me and you both, I mean, presumably you listened to the Digital Nomad thing that we had with Sarah Hughes the other day, and she's she's doing exactly that, Matthias. So, uh, yeah. So, favourite band, Matthias? Oh, ACDC. Oh, sure. yeah. On, um, Oasis. Okay. Oasis and ACDC, good mix. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> right at my street. Three top business or leadership tips that you can pass on um, that have helped you in your career, Matthias. All right, so uh, I would say Number one, always remain uh, humble. Humble. Listen to what uh, people say and take your constructive criticism into account. Brilliant. Love that. If you do. And uh, number two, learn by those being better than yourself. Yeah, learn from others. You always have so much to offer and then you will also grow as a person. Great wisdom. And uh, number three, always uh, maintain your integrity. Yeah. Brilliant. Your authenticity too. Matthias, that's great. So love those. Brilliant. So humbleness, learn from others, stand on other people's shoulders, Matthias, and um, integrity and authenticity in the workplace. Brilliant. Love that. So Matthias, thank you ever so much for being a sport and doing our our next in a row of get to know you in five slots. So I hope you enjoyed it too, Matthias. Yeah. Thanks very oh, much for being on. We'll, we'll say goodbye to you now and good luck with, with whatever's happening for you. And we can't wait to get the link for that film, Matthias. So please put that in the link. We'd love to support you on that. So thanks Brilliant. again, Matthias. And um, we'll see you um, in the chat, no doubt. Cheers, Matthias. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Lovely. So there we go, folks. So back to you again, Nikki. So and we've got loads of comments in the chat to catch up with. So how can we design our future careers to give us and others satisfaction and inspiration too, Nikki? Yeah, this is a really, really sort of million-dollar question, isn't it? If, well, one option is I pick up my magic wand and wave my magic oh, wand. Oh, you've got one of those, have you? <laughs> I, I do love have that. Wand. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just a bit of plastic, so we, actually we do have to do oh. some work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was hoping for a bit of Harry Potter then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have got a little quick five-minute exercise to Ooh. take people through. So... Um, we can make this a little bit of um, reflection. Nobody has to do anything, write anything down. I'm just going to do this really conversationally. Just let people see what comes to mind. Yeah, lovely. And uh, this is thinking about, okay, if we are designing, what comes next? Ooh. How are we going to do about this? So this is, uh, you can go and Google, those of you who like loads of detail and research, go Google Robert Dilt's Neurological Levels. Oh, brilliant. And Use you can it all find out loads of background info about this. Basically, I'm going to walk you up and down the pyramid very quickly. So, quick question. Where do you do what you do? Think about yourself in a work context. Where are you doing it? Who is? Who else is there? Who are you working with? For whom? That's, that's that environment. The setting of where you do what you do. 
Okay, so is it, before we get onto that, Nikki, is there a kind of um, aspiration that we're getting to? This is to get stuck out of a rut and find joy and freedom in our working lives, right? Is that yes? That's the so intention. That, yes. So, so gotcha. taking stock of where you are. Gotcha. What is it you want to change? Yeah. So that we've recognised: Are you in your natural habitat or not? Yeah. And this is what we're going to do about it. For all of the, anyone who's listening to this, thinking, "No, I'd quite like to explore the alternatives. Get out of a rut." And um, and just get that sense of designing what we would like to have instead. Gotcha. Um, I asked that question, where will you be in six months' time if nothing changes? This is the, how are we going to make it change? <laughs> what gotcha. are we going to change it to? Brilliant. Okay, thanks for that. So you started with the environment of where we so, are. Yeah. yeah. Where okay. are we? Where are we doing what we're doing? And what are you doing there? So that next layer up, the behavior, what is it you're doing? Yeah. Typical day, typical week, typical month, what do you do? And then how do you do it? So that next layer, the capability, this is all your skills, your talent, your experience, everything that you bring to the party from everything you have ever done is sitting there in that capability. And all of those three layers, that's the external stuff that everyone can observe. We can see Mm. you doing what you do, how you do it, where you do it. Mm. And most organizations concentrate on those three layers. If somebody's not up to the task for whatever reason, we send them on some training. We tell them what to do. Indeed. So everything kind of, most of us will have experienced everything in those bottom three layers. A fully functioning human being, right? And um, the thing is, in my experience, we need to go into the top half of the pyramid. Simon Sinek said, um, there's only two ways to um, influence behavior in other people. You can manipulate it or you can inspire it. Um, I I would suggest that the manipulation is the bottom bit. It's telling people what to do, teaching them stuff, training them. Might be very positive training, hopefully. But actually, the inspiration bit comes in the, the bit that's under the surface, the bit we don't necessarily show to the world. So we go up to the, our beliefs and values. Why is it we do what we do the way that we do it? If I give a task to 10 people, they'll approach it in 10 different ways because we're all wired differently. We all think differently. So what is in that thinking layer, the beliefs that we hold, what's important to us, the values that we hold? We've touched on that this morning, um, people taking stock, reviewing What's important to me in my life, in my lifestyle, those the, those nearest and dearest to me, those are where the, our values come in, the things that really matter to us, mm. to influencing our decisions about how we do what we do. So what are your beliefs and values? And yeah. then we go up to the really fun layer. This is where I have most most fun with, with people, <laughs> is that identity. Who am I? Really? Who am I at work? When the mask comes off. Yeah. Who am I behind the mask? We talked about that last last week in, with imposter syndrome and that um, identity we put on, the mask we put on when we step into a role. Does it feel like a good fit? Who are you when you show up and do what you do? And then we go right to the top of the pyramid and we go, what's the bigger picture? Yes, yeah. I can rock up and do what I do and hopefully get rewarded for doing it in some way. But what's the bigger picture? What's the the higher purpose behind why I do what I do? A couple of people who've said they want to make a difference in people's lives. I get so much joy from the testimonials and comments I get back from people who have made a massive change in their lives or even a little change that's made such a big difference. So that sense of doing something for a bigger picture, a higher purpose, a more important reason. Why do we get out of bed in the morning? Love that. And why do we come home whistling from work or what makes us come home whistling from work and yeah. go and go to work singing, in fact? So, yeah. And we, interesting, Nikki, just to stop you there for a minute, the first three there about the human functional, just human, just being functional, right? But the three top ones are about growth, aren't they? And about moving towards inspiration, which is, again, about a leadership um, part of that as well. So as leaders, this is where we need to be paying attention to. Absolutely. Yeah. And my top tip when I when I do this Mm. work with groups, with management teams, with leadership teams is the top three sections. This is where you have a curious conversation with your team. A curious conversation. Love that. Bottom layers. Tell them what to do. Um, top top three layers, you will only discover that by asking questions and listening and paying attention to your team. So a curious conversation. I'm just curious. How does this look from where you're sitting? Just curious. How are you feeling today? Yeah. Curious conversation. Curious conversation. That's how we find out about the top three layers and what's going on for our teams. And ask for yourself. Check in. How am I feeling about all of this? Mm. 
Okay. So with that in mind, yeah. if we're thinking about what do people want to design as their ideal next role, let's come back down the pyramid. Yeah. What is the bigger purpose? What's the thing that makes your heart sing when you wake up oh, in the morning lovely. and you leave to bed with enthusiasm and go, actually, yeah, there's a, the universe would miss me if I didn't rock up today. What is it gonna <laughs> Did you get that, folks? The universe will miss you if you don't rock up today. I love that. That's our big picture. Why am I doing it? Why love that. bother? Oh, great. Okay. So with that in mind, yeah. So with that, with that's in mind, mm. who are you going to show up as today? Yeah. Are you going to show up as the person people want to spend time with? Or are you mm. going to show up as the grumpy so-and-so who got out of bed the wrong side? Who do you want to be today? If you're going to have fun doing what you do, how are you going to show up? And therefore, what are you going to hold on to as the underpinning belief that you are going that you that you are going to take with you? What are you going to tell yourself throughout the day? Yes, stuff will happen, life will happen. We're being bombarded with all sorts of things to deal with. Throughout all of that, what are you holding on to as your truth that says, actually, you know what? What I do makes a difference. Yeah. I'm valued. I am valuable. I am able to add value. What what is it? My mantra for 2021 and 2022 is I am adding value into the world. That's my belief that sits at that why level. Why am I here? I'm making it. I'm contributing value. Yeah. Um, love what Laurie's just said about curious conversation. Spawn. Yeah, love that Learned too. as a naval officer. Fabulous. Yeah. Great. I love that the Navy are teaching this. this is <laughs> it's all about rules, isn't it, in the Navy? I've just watched <laughs> Top Gun, Laurie. It's all about following the rules. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. So that inspiration, that internal layer, that that internal monologue that you get to script, you get to choose. Are you scripting yourself a disaster movie or are you scripting yourself a happy ending? That's what's sitting at that beliefs and values layer. You get to choose how the script plays out. Yeah, I love that. How the script plays out and if the universe will miss you. <laughs> will anyone notice if you don't rock up today? Uh, yeah, <laughs> let absolutely. Let go somewhere where they will. so then we of course we get back into the practical stuff so capability do you already have everything you need in your toolkit and if not what are you going to put in there that's missing so how are you going to be able to fulfill that potential and therefore what are you going to be doing the behavior the habits the roles that you're going to fulfill and then finally in if that's all going to fall into place what is your natural habitat where are you going to be doing it love that so folks by going up the ladder we learn one thing and we build from environment behavior and capability and then move into the higher levels here but then when we get to the top we go back down again and we realign right nikki yeah and actually that gives, yeah and that gives us a completely different outcome at the end so you go up the ladder folks and you come back down the ladder and you do the learning on the most learning is done through going back down the ladder right nikki absolutely fantastic it's, it's um it's it, my one of my watchwords is reconcile. I'm an ex finance director. Reconciliation used to be about making accounts work. Ticking but it actually, off. Yeah. <laughs> ticking back to the bank statement. Yeah, absolutely. But actually, reconciliation for humans is going. Reconciliation is just comparing two things and seeing do they match. What's my what's what's the role or the life I want? Where am I right now? And are they in alignment or not? Yeah. So this exercise just takes that realignment, that reconciliation. What do I what adjustments do I need to make to bring myself back into alignment with where oh, I want to be? I love that. Really love that. And we can do that at any one of those levels. And the higher up we do it, the more um, bang for our buck we get, I guess. And we make a dent Absolutely. in the universe, right? Definitely. Brilliant. There is a suggestion. Diltz's model suggests that if we want to make a change at any one of those le- levels, we need to go at least one layer up. One level up. up, yeah. So, yeah, you want to make a change, you've got to go one level up and then make the change at the lower level down. Fantastic. Yeah. So, Laurie says, rule schmools. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Okay. And David Brownbell says, scripting your own life. Horror movie, rom-com, drama. Oh, brilliant. You are the star of your own life. Or supporting actor. Oh, I love that. Or a walk-on cameo. Brilliant. Ah, oh, love that. Brilliant. Fantastic. Thank you, David. So, 
Nikki, um, thank you for outlining all of that lot. We're coming to uh, rapidly coming to a close right now. Um, tell us a little bit about what you do um, in in the area that you work in, and I know you work closely um, or, or nearby to um, what was her name, um, Maxine. Maxine, yeah, in in that particular area, the M3 area, as I may call it. You run a thing called the M3 Job Club. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, Nikki, we for do. Us. Thank you. We founded the M3 Job Club in 2011. I co-founded it with our founder, whose brainchild this was, to assist adults back into employment. Most of the members, it's been over a thousand people in that decade, um, most have been through redundancy or career break. Most are 40 plus, so it's that older demographic who, who typically have found the work that we do. It's a weekly programme. It's entirely funded through donations and there are basically Friday mornings we run a series of workshops mixing CV interview skills the practical stuff but also the mental resilience and the personality side of things we go to the top layer of the pyramid as well as Brilliant. the practical stuff Fantastic. at the bottom layer of the as pyramid. well as self-marketing and personal development right absolutely and it's that mm. blend of those things and it's mm. it's run by with professional I'm a professional coach so we take a coaching mentality people have got enough people telling them what to do you should do this you should apply here well-meaning friends and family um take a coaching <laughs> mentality it's all yeah. about empowering the individual to, to make their own decisions for themselves um the website is there m3jobclub.co.uk for people to check it out since the pandemic most of our friday morning sessions are now on zoom so there's no geography limit Good. Now. so it's now um, available nationally so you don't have to live in yep. that corridor area brilliant that's really Absolutely. important really important and um yeah it's entirely funded drop in for one session or the whole 16 sessions there's a whole variety of things the, the program is on the website so people can check it out and okay. if it's of assistance then um, we would love to assist those who are looking to go back into employment the only rule is that somebody has to be actively seeking employment so they're either at risk of redundancy or already out of work so they're already in that between phase that's our, our, cri our uh, qualification criteria. that's your qualification okay so looking for a yeah. job and in that in between phase okay so thank you yeah. Nikki and the links to the um, the job club are in the feed right now and Maxine's put the oh, website in as well I've put the document in so you can um, you can read all about that so thank you for that and just a quick CTA on on Nikki then so Nikki, um, we can get you on LinkedIn through your LinkedIn profile. These will be in the links as well very shortly. Um, your website is wildempowerment.com. It is, Wild Empowerment. There are many Nikki Wilds in the world, but there is only one Wild Empowerment. There, so, uh, <laughs> there is only one. Down all the socials, just search Wild Empowerment. You'll find me on all the socials. And um, yeah, do come and connect on LinkedIn. Um, let me know how you what you've taken from today. I'd love to hear from you. Brilliant. And uh, Jack says this, superb, Nikki, taking National Smile Day to the next level. <laughs> Love that. Oh, brilliant. And um, Ian just encourages you here. Love your energy, Nikki. Brilliant. So fantastic. Ah, lovely. So all the links are in the in the uh, feed right now. So let me know if there's anything else. And um, we'll try and come back to some of the comments just before we leave. But just before we do that. Thank you, Nikki. That was that was amazing. Uh, thank you very much for taking us through. Um, is your career stuck in a rut and how can we find joy, freedom and love in our work through the um, neurological levels pyramid? So thank you ever so much. Um, hope that was food for thought for you guys and um, that you enjoyed that. And um, if you need any further information, you know where to go to contact Nikki. So thank you again. And uh, yeah, extraordinary conversation today. So we hope you found that that useful. I can see lots of comments coming in. Thanks, Sarah Brown and Cecile. Morning, Cecile. Um, yeah. So quick thing on. Um, let's just quickly go on to quick thing about um, Leaders Live. Uh, you know, this show is. Oh, by the way, this show will be on podcast too very shortly, people. So please join into our Leaders Live group as well to keep the conversation moving over there. I know there's plenty of stuff in the feed that we haven't got onto yet. I hope to get that back in the next few minutes. And remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. And Birdings put all the links in the comments thread already. So before I go, you know, what's what's um, what's going on in the next couple of weeks? Um, and a quick and before we get there. 
or, or what's going on next week. And before we get there, what's the purpose and the why for Leaders Live? Well, it all starts with the idea and passion. You are more than you think. That's the title of my first book, by the way, just in case you didn't know that. And uh, we're also building a community of like-minded folks, folks. And this is particularly relevant to building back better businesses and people following the last two years of pandemic, which we've been talking about today. Our motto is I to the power of we. We all love that expression, don't we? And uh, I know Nikki resonated with that, too. So Leaders Live is a freely available, edutaining expression of this. And anyone can join and take part in extraordinary conversations. And through these simple ideas, we aim to make a difference and make the world better to folks. And we want to bring a spirit of freedom and joy and fun in our work and you know in what we do in our working lives every day so um if you just want to know a little bit about what i do commercially um then um you can book me for keynote speaking and events i'm also an executive and a fully qualified executive personal coach i develop high performing team programs which is my main part of my business and you can also join inspired ceos we've got a couple of inspired ceo members here on the on the feed as well um which is about inspiring ceos who who run small businesses with uh, who have staff, etc., and are building businesses. So if you want to have a conversation about that, please let me know. So um, a quick goose for next week, folks. So let me just bring up that there. So, yeah, next Tuesday at the 7th of June at 8.45 UK time AM, we'll be hanging out with... Um, uh, with my friend, managing director of Astute Law and highly accomplished professional lawyer, Thoshara Pulpertype. Um, That's a hard name to pronounce. He's also known as Tosh, which makes it a lot easier for, to pronounce. So my friend Tosh will be on the show. Um, he was he was back. He was on the show back in January. And by popular demand, he's back next week and we'll be chatting about top employment law skills every business owner needs. And this is applicable to us as in, uh, to, to us as business owners, but also to employees as well. So Tosh has a dynamic, get it sorted, no nonsense and easy to understand approach that makes him very engaging and persuasive. We can't wait, folks. So be there or be square. So that just leaves us to wrap up the scene today. So... Thanks very much for hanging out with us today, all you guys. And uh, thanks so much for being part of this show and creating such a great community. We haven't got time for any more comments now. We've run out of time. Podcast will be available shortly too. And in the meantime, that's a wrap, 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 folks. So Nikki, Burdin and me, we wish you a great week ahead and you can bop along out to the outro music. Thanks. That's all for now, folks. Thanks again. Cheers, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Thanks, Nikki. Cheers.